This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the Front Row Material brand and the MLW Radio Network for Tuesday, June the 14th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop for everything pro wrestling. You can find out all the news in one simple podcast. You can find us anywhere podcasts are made available. All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right to the headlines. We go ahead and we cruise over to e-wrestling news first. We're talking about Chris Brooks discusses turning down NXT in UK and finding out a little bit more. Now, during a recent interview with Andrew Thompson for Post Wrestling, DDT wrestler Chris Brooks talks about turning down a contract with WWE NXT UK, teaming up with other people, and ultimately what his goals are. Now, the one part of the interview where he talked about having to pull out of the Battle of Los Angeles in 2018 due to injury, he still hopes to make his debut one day. He would go on to say in a quote, I guess I think that's what it was. I was supposed to debut for PWG. So, at that same time, obviously things happened. Sometimes things happen for a reason, but I don't think about that time anymore. I was getting ready to go to DDT again for the latter half of 2019, and then that's when, oh no, the Grand Prix of DDT turned around as well. It was early September. Following that, Corona had hit the world, so mean things just didn't happen, but it's still a bucket list of something I would like to do. Now, going on to talking about different aspects of not getting a chance to work with NXT UK just because he thought the offer didn't work out well for him. He said, for me, WWE was never my goal in pro wrestling. I think 
think I watched WWE when I was a kid. Obviously then, I was around 10 or 11 years old. I think I kind of got out of that period when I fell out of love of wrestling for a while, but then I got back into it when I was watching the wrestling channel over here in the UK, and there was just so much wrestling that was going on. It was the first time I saw Ring of Honor in CZW. Those were the pro wrestling shows, and Noah, the stuff that watched, and I just went down the rabbit hole. I discovered all these different types of independent companies in Japan. I became a big fan of Big Japan and DDT and stuff like that. I think I guess I just had a different perspective as far as wrestling goes, and it really wasn't just about WWE. Now, obviously, there's a lot of my generation that came up watching WWF, WCW, Attitude, and the Monday Night Wars. Whenever I think of that, I think of there's a lot of different things happening at that time. I found that people were watching wrestling more than others, but sometimes I was like, oh, I used to watch WWE as a kid. If you'd like to go on and find out what more he had to say about WWE not necessarily being a dream for him and other opportunities wrestling in other parts of the world, definitely check out the article that is trending over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about our top story, which was yesterday. Jeff Hardy's DUI court hearing has been rescheduled and there's been more information released on his arrest. As previously reported, Jeff Hardy's been charged with driving while under a suspended or revoked license. Now that's a violation of restrictions placed on drivers who have DUI, alcohol, or drug-related offenses after a third time. This was his third defense in the last 10 years. Hardy has been suspended without pay from AEW. Now the AEW is now scheduled for a court appearance. He is now going to be there July the 5th at 2.30 p.m. regarding the arrest after the hearing had been canceled. Now Fightful Select is also stating that AEW did not offer a comment on Hardy after the police officers made public the video. He said that he had an upcoming doctor's appointment scheduled regarding his head and brain scans as well. Now one source said from a legal perspective there is unlikely more to be revealed. Additionally the actual arrest time was 9.45 a.m. and he got booked at 12.45 p.m. It was originally thought that he was arrested at 12.30 a.m. but that in fact definitely was not the case. After Jeff's concert with the Hardy Boys appearance on Slam Down 7 the convention Matt and Jeff made sure that Jeff got back to his hotel room before flying back to being home with his family. However Jeff chose to remain in Florida. Hardy did have a physical license on him but he could not produce it when the police had asked for it. For more information on what's going on with Jeff Hardy, definitely continue to follow eWrestling News and Andrew Ravens has all the details regarding it. Continuing with the news, news from eWrestling News, the ratings are in for Ms. and Mrs. The highly popu popular show that airs after Monday Night Raw and Monday Nights on the USA Network has some new news. The second week of this Mr. and Ms. season was on this Monday night. It drew a .14 rating in the 18-49 demo and garnered 519,000 fans. Now this is down from the season premiere which aired a .18 demo and had 543 fans. Ms. and Mrs. ranked number 24 in the night among all the cable channels according to Showbuzz Daily. Now the NBA Finals did dominate on ABC again with a 3.99 demo and a rating of 13.025. Mr. and Mrs. on average normally gets a .17 demo in the 18-35 and 535 fans. Now compare that to where they are now. Looks like there has been a slight drop off, but once again, the season is early. If you'd like to find out more information about Ms. and Maurice, you can go ahead and follow all the news over at E Wrestling News. Bret Hart praises Natalia as a pioneer in women's wrestling, and he also talks about his perspective on the Owen Hart tournament in AEW. Andrew Ravens has the article trending at this hour. WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart recently spoke with Bill Aptor for Sports Kita about a wide range of topics. Now, on Natalia's work in WWE, Bret would go on to say she's a pioneer breaking ground every single day. Now, why Natalia's sharpshooter isn't effective as
as his was. Brett would go on to say, I think you've got to talk to the writers about that one, and he chuckled. On AEW's Owen Hart tournament, Brett would go on to say, I was happy to see Owen honored in any way. Post-finals presentation was very nice. If you'd like to find out more about what Brett had to say about these different and many other trending comments, go ahead and follow Andrew Ravens as he has all of the information trending now over at E-Wrestling News. Sonya Deville comments on a brand new Florida bill that has just been enacted. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour during a recent interview with Forbes to discuss Pride Month. WWE superstar Sonya Deville commented on walking in the LA Pride Parade this past Sunday. Her thoughts on Florida's controversial don't say gay bill and so much more. She would go on to say and I quote, I'll just say we're all equal. Who you are and how you identify is up to you. How you choose to identify. And that's what I like to respect and that's how I understand people. She also added that she does not like to politics. She would go on to say, just for my own sanity and mind, I obviously believe in equality. I accept everyone as who they are and who they are and who their identity is. And I think that everyone should be welcomed in conversations and their identity should never be frowned upon. If you'd like to find out more about what Sonya Deville had to say, Ryan Clark has the article trending right now over at E-Wrestling News. Bianca Belair is making news today. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Bianca Belair says she originally ignored Mark Henry reaching out to her in WWE. WWE superstar Bianca Belair was a recent guest on Players Pod with Kelly O'Hara podcast and commented on her career in WWE so far. Originally ignoring a call from Mark Henry who was trying to reach out to her, she would go on to say this. So I had this big old bow in my hair and I had a skirt on and I grabbed the microphone and I was talking to the crowd and then he DM'd me and asked me, hey, have you ever considered becoming a WWE superstar? Because you're doing everything that it takes. You have the look, you have the charisma, you have the strength, you're grabbing the microphone and you're talking to the crowd, essentially cutting promos and you don't even realize it. It was a DM I completely thought was fake so I ignored it. My nephew was like, Mark Henry commented on a picture and I'm like, that's fake too. And then I researched it and it wasn't fake. It was actually the real Mark Henry. If you'd like to find out more information about what happened when she finally did reach out to Mark Henry after her repeated ignoring him, Ryan Clark has the article trending right now over on E! Wrestling News. Andrew Ravens also has a comment regarding AEW Dynamite for tomorrow night. Tony Khan makes an official announcement regarding the tag team ladder match obviously has changed with the situations going on with Jeff Hardy. AEW has suspended Jeff Hardy without pay after he was arrested on Monday for DUI. Hardy was scheduled to compete with his brother Matt Hardy facing the Young Bucks and the champions Jurassic Express in a ladder match for the AEW Tag Team Championship. AEW President Tony Khan confirmed that the Hardys have been removed from the match now. He would go on to say, at AEW World Tag Team Champions, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus will defend their belt versus longtime rivals and former champions, the Young Bucks, in a ladder match tomorrow night on Dynamite on TBS. For more information on Tony Khan and what he has to say about the Jeff Hardy situation, continue to follow E-Wrestling News as they will give you the latest. Mickey James is making news of this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in that Mickey James suggests that a team name for Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss, and then she talks about John Cena. Xavier Woods will be appearing on the Attack the Show for his G4 this Thursday. WWE Shop is selling a new Never Give Up collection to celebrate the 20th anniversary of John Cena's debut. You can follow WWE Shop on social media and they have all the information on the packages. As you saw during Monday Night Raw's episode this week, Liv Morgan and Alexa Bless teamed up to defeat Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. and both will now be going to compete in the Women's Money in the Bank match. With that being said, definitely continue to follow E-Wrestling News as they will have more information on all of this regarding WWE. Some new news and some happy news Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Mark Briscoe and his wife welcome a new baby into the world. Impact 
Impact Wrestling star Mark Briscoe has welcomed a newborn son, Murphy Pugh. Jay Briscoe took to Twitter to announce the Briscoe's son was born a little earlier than expected, but he's getting stronger with each day that passes. He wrote, We have a baby, folks. Murphy, Big Murph, came a month and a half early, but he's getting stronger each and every day. Appreciate the continued prayers and positivity. With that being said, we want to extend our happiness and congratulations to the Briscoe family on welcoming a new child into the world. Now, Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, there's new news on Miz, Drew McIntyre, Maurice, Riddle, Roman Reigns, and so many other things. Tom Haflin recently spoke to Impact Wrestling Executive Vice President Scott Demore to discuss the 20th anniversary of wrestling. You can check out all the news regarding the historical moment for Impact Wrestling. You can also check out there's new canvases that are being made. Buy canvases to canvases, and you can see a brand new one of Drew McIntyre, which was on this week's of WWE. You can also check out the latest episode of Mr. and Mrs., which is their third season. The episode, once again, is able to be watched each and every Monday night after Raw goes off the air. Mike Kyoto is making the news. Ryan Clark is riding in at this hour. Mike Kyoto discusses his recent appearance with AEW, UWW, or nothing. During the latest edition of his Monday Mailbag podcast, former WWE referee Mike Kyoto commented on officiating the finals of the Owen Hart Cup tournament between Adam Cole and Samoa Joe at AEW's Double or Nothing in this past May, and if he still plans to referee more events. Now, on working at Double or Nothing, he would go on to say, it was good to see Steven Regal and everybody, to see CM Punk there as well. I talked to him and I talked to Daniel Bryan and Chris Jericho. Once again, it was so much to see everybody. It was almost like a family reunion over there. Now, on if he plans to continue refereeing events, he would go on to say, a lot of guys are saying, hey, do you still want to ref? I got a lot of signing requests and so forth, and they ask me, are you still refereeing? Will you want me to referee another match? Well, you know what? A lot of people are asking me these questions, but I'm pretty much finished. I'd like to do a couple of more years, but after that, I think I would be done. If you'd like to follow more about what's going on with Mike Kyoto and what brought him to Double or Nothing, Ryan Clark has that information right now trending over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's talk about the fatal four-way for the middleweight title added to MLW's Battle Riot. Ryan Clark has this article trending right now. Major League Wrestling sent out the following press release today announcing an interpromotional fatal four-way middleweight championship match for Battle Riot. We'll see middleweight champion Myron Reed defend his title against Dragon Gates, La Estresta, Vince Dr- Lince Dorado, and Arez on the show. MLW's Battle Riot is going to be coming up. Many people are excited about this. It's going to be happening in New York City's Melrose Ballroom on June 23rd, and then there will also be some subsequent MLW Fusion tapings. Now, if you're interested in this, tickets are limited, but are still available at www.mlwnyc.com, and you can also stop off and get your tickets at Eventbrite. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump on over to our friends at Wrestling Inc. who have more information trending right now. Kelly Houlette is writing, Max Caster blames backstage politics for lost AEW bookings. AEW star Max Caster joked about backstage politics that are currently surrounding the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door pay-per-view that is coming up later this month. Now, the acclaimed member noted in a tweet that he was supposed to be on the Forbidden Door pay-per-view next weekend, but AEW couldn't decide who he would face, and backstage politics simply got in the way. Platinum Max Caster wrote this on Twitter. Yo, listen, I was supposed to be on the Forbidden Door next weekend. However, too many New Japan roster members wanted to fight me. Best wrestler alive. They couldn't decide who would face me, and backstage politics 
got in the way. Obviously, Max Caster is being funny with his comments as he has continued to rise in AEW and will probably soon be another major feature inside the promotion. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about DDP. Diamond Dallas Page comments on Cody Rhodes and the AEW pipe bomb that was dropped by MJF. Now, MJF isn't the only wrestler to cut a pipe bomb promo in AEW in the year 2022. On January 19th, AEW, Cody Rhodes cut a lengthy promo ahead of his ladder match with Sammy Guevara, which was giving some thoughts to a lot of different topics. Now, some of those topics included WWE renaming talent, referencing WWE changing Walter's name to Gunther, CM Punk, and the Forbidden Door. Now, while on the Jake Snake, Jake the Snake Roberts podcast, also known as the DDP Snake Pit, WWE Hall of Famer and former WCW World Champion, DDP commented on Rhodes' pipe bomb right before he left AEW. He would go on to say, I'm so glad that Cody got to give that last promo where he talked about all these different things, like CM Punk, like the name changes. And what do they call these types of promos these days? A pipe bomb? Yeah, a pipe bomb, DDP said. Cody got out there and said what he said, and he did it. He did it, and then he left the company. Following the pipe bomb promo, Rhodes took on Sammy Guevara in a ladder match for the TNT Championship, held by Rhodes and the interim champion Sammy Guevara. Guevara defeated Cody's brother Dustin to become the interim TNT champion due to having COVID. Cody was not able to defend his title. The Spanish God, Evan, Evan, the Spanish God then defeated Cody to win the latter match. Shortly after that, Cody would leave the company. With more information, go ahead and follow Dakota Cohen, who's over at Wrestling Inc. Backstage news on why Roman Reigns had to unify the top titles. Dominic D'Angelo is writing in at this hour. The original idea of having Roman Reigns unify both titles in WWE has been heavily debated by fans and insiders on why exactly did it happen. Well, according to WrestleVotes, there was a simple reason as to why Romans fused both titles together so he could appear on both Raw and SmackDown more regularly. Now, it's hard to say why the head of the table ended up being the one chosen for that, but many believe that due to the USA Network and obviously Fox wanting to have access to Reigns, it only made sense to have him as champion on both of those. Now, in a recent update, Roman Reigns is only scheduled to be on one Monday Night Raw for the rest of the summer. For information on Roman Reigns, definitely continue following Wrestling Inc. and Dominic D'Angelo. Dominic D'Angelo is also writing at this hour, NBA Finals did affect WWE's Raw ability to draw an audience. The WWE had difficulties with the NBA on Monday night, and there's definitely going to be some more issues as more playoffs continue to happen. Now, WrestleNomics just released the viewership numbers for this past Monday's episode of Raw. The program drew 1.6 million. That was a 9% drop in total viewership from last week's episode. Now, in the key demos, Raw also saw a decrease in numbers. In the 18 to 49 total viewership, they only had 561,000, which was up to 0.43 in the 18 to 49. But it was also a 17% drop from last week's program, which had 674,000 in the key demo. Now, despite the setback, Raw did rank number one in the demo for cable originals and number four for overall broadcasting, according to Showbuzz Daily. The NBA Finals game between the Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics clearly ranked number one with over 13 million people watching and a 4.65 in the 18 to 49. If you'd like to follow more about the trending and the analytics of Monday Night Raw, Dominic D'Angelo has that trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour that Wheeler Yuta responds to the idea of Cesaro joining the Blackpool 
Blackpool Combat Club. All Elite Wrestling's Blackpool Combat Club and Claudio Castanoli, formerly known as Cesaro, seem like a match made in heaven, given their several ties between the members of the group, from his matches with William Regal and John Moxley, and his real-life friendship with Brian Danielson. Castanoli would be a perfect fifth member, matching their hard-hitting and technical styles inside the ring. Now, but of all the members Castanoli would have ties to, Wheeler Yuta is not one of them. Cesaro's awesome, Wheeler said during an online Facebook meet-and-greet with K&S WrestleFest. I would support him in any role, anywhere. I want to see him wrestle. He's incredible, but I think he would fit in with the Blackpool Combat Club. He's got history with Regal as well. Now, speaking of Regal, he's been very vocal about wanting Castanoli in AEW, stating that he would sacrifice other roster members who hired the Swiss Superman. Since debuting in WWE in February after his contract expired, Castanoli has yet to comment about his free agency status and also hasn't made any appearances with any other wrestling companies. His last match for WWE was against Happy Corbin, where he lost in under four minutes. It was reported earlier this month that the former U.S. champion would be taking some time off from wrestling to focus on his family. Tony Khan has been vocal in the past about Castanoli, stating he's a fan and has a ton of respect for him as a pro wrestler. Now, it's unclear at this time whether Cesaro will end up in AEW at some point, but it's obvious that many within AEW would love to see him become All Elite, with Wheeler Yuta adding his comments as well. If you'd like to read more about this, Marco Rivera has this article trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Alexa Bliss is also making news. She's confirmed recent surgery for an unfortunate repeated injury. Injuries in the wrestling business are always going to be around due to just the nature of the sport. Now, with that in mind, the five-time WN and two-time WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Alexa Bliss confirmed on T95 The Rock Station that she underwent surgery recently during her time away from the squared circle. I had surgery, she said, Bliss revealed. I had to get my nose all handled because after six broken bones, it just finally collapsed. Little Miss Bliss took time off with her match against Charlotte Flair at Extreme Rules 2021 for the Raw Women's Championship. During that time off, she underwent surgery on her nose as she had mentioned she had also had gotten married to Ryan Cabrera. If you'd like to read more about what's going on with Alexa Bliss, Dakota Cohen has this article trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. If you enjoy headlines, definitely tell a friend. Headlines is your one-stop shop for all your pro wrestling news each and every day. It's a daily podcast that allows everyone to find out what's happening in their favorite promotion without having to scour all of the wrestling websites. Once again, a daily podcast that you can find anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more AEW. Russ Berman is writing in at this hour. Backstage news on Jake Atlas and his current AEW status. Now, Jake Atlas' status in AEW has been in question since the wrestler was arrested and charged with domestic battery back in May. Atlas debuted for the company in January and even received the coveted Jake Atlas is Elite graphic, but he suffered a torn ACL during that very same match. Fightful Select is now reporting that Atlas was on a per-appearance deal with AEW and that deal was paused for his injury. Now, the pause deal has said to have elapsed in the meanwhile. AEW no longer has any connections to Atlas. Atlas' real name is Kenny Sanchez Martinez. He was arrested on May 23rd after a physical altercation with his partner. A verbal quarrel between two men soon became physical, with a nearby witness getting involved in separating the two parties. A visibly and audibly enraged Atlas followed his boyfriend out of the parking lot and became physically aggressive, tearing at his boyfriend's tank top and scratching his arm. Atlas was eventually convinced to go home, but Atlas demanded to return to the apartment that he shared with his boyfriend so Atlas could retrieve his dog. With that being said, definitely follow more on this story from Wrestling Inc. and Ross Berman. Continuing on the news, Kelly Houlette is reporting in at this hour. John Moxley in Hiroshi Tanahashi's segment is announced for this upcoming week's Dynamite. AEW announced the new segment between AEW star John Moxley and New Japan star Hiroshi Tanahashi for tomorrow's AEW Road Rager. Now, Tony Khan 
Khan tweeted this out earlier today. Ahead of the Forbidden Door clash for the AEW Interim World Championship, two men who've looked to fight each other for a long time finally will. John Moxley at Tanahashi will be face-to-face -to -face tomorrow night live on TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more information on this, definitely go ahead and follow Kelly Hulet at Wrestling Inc. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about Jeff Hardy's arrest. Now, Eric Mutter's writing in at this hour. More news continues to come out about what exactly happened the night Jeff Hardy got arrested. Now, it's past 24 hours since Jeff Hardy was arrested in Florida, and now the news is coming around even more. The dash cam footage of him being arrested was released by TMZ today, and ultimately the AEW star was suspended without pay. But still, there's some questions that remain unanswered as to where was Matt Hardy when all of this went down. Now, according to a new report by Fightful Select, Matt Hardy was indeed with Jeff on Sunday when the two attended a wrestling convention following Jeff's concert at a Dave & Buster's. Now, the report would go on to say that Matt then left with his family on a flight back to North Carolina before the night was through. Fightful stressed that, however, Matt didn't leave until he made sure Jeff got back to his hotel room and was safe. Now, fans also have asked about the footage of Hardy's arrest, where the AEW star told officers he was scheduled for a doctor's appointment in regards to a brain scan for his head. Fightful reached out to AEW regarding Hardy's comments, but received no comment. A source had told Fightful that, from a legal perspective, it was unlikely AEW would ever end up commenting on it. Now, if Hardy did have a doctor's appointment, it was unlikely to be on that day, as a drive from Orlando to his home in North Carolina would have taken him at least eight to nine hours to complete. Time in general has to be a confusing aspect of the story. First, Fightful was able to confirm that Hardy was arrested at 9.54 in the morning and then booked three hours later, 12.45 rather than 12.45 a.m. as originally thought. Perhaps the most startling re revelation of the whole story is Fightful report, however, that Jeff Hardy had maintained a physical license that he used to rent vehicles, despite his license having been suspended following his second DUI in 2019. Fightful noted that because of this, Hardy has had no issues renting vehicles over the last several years, from his time in WWE to joining AEW early this year, despite the legal problems. As noted, Hardy is suspended without pay until he completes treatment and maintains his sobriety. As reported earlier, the Hardys had a match on Dynamite, which was coming up for Road Rager, but that match has been reworked. Expect Jeff to be removed from all events, including Triple Mania and Tijuana this Saturday, where Matt was also scheduled to be there as well. With that being said, that's all the headlines for Tuesday, June the 14th, 2022. If you enjoy headlines, please buy ahead and tell someone. Let them know that you love pro wrestling and that you love getting your one-stop shop here. With that being said, I'm Mike Freeland, and this has been Headlines. The world of NLW Radio Network.